Welcome back to Off the Tap. This week is episode 46, and we're doing Southern Star Brewing Company's Storm the Beaches. Storm uh, the Beaches. Yeah, brand new thing. Uh, not even on their website. Um, no, I just saw it no, at the store and scooped it up. No, in looking at it, we're, we're having to make some pretty bold assumptions, which we'll get into in a minute. But now that I'm looking at the can, I know we haven't popped yet, and we're getting what, look immediately right into the branding. Damn it, if, if, if old habits don't <laughs> die hard. But I get a really cool mash vibe. I don't know if you noticed that off the can. I do. It, it, yes. It's yeah. Basically written in mash font, and it is like the army yeah. green. Again, that'll lead us down the pathway of some of our assumptions in a minute. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and crack her open. To be honest with you, right out of the gate, uh, so it's a salt and lime infused lager. Breaks a lot of rules for me. One, I don't believe in dressing beverages. Two. I don't believe in beverages being dressed already in the can, so there's a good chance I'm not a fan. But I shall enjoy the rest of the endeavors when it comes to the brand. Well, I uh, am a fan of uh, a nice dressed lager at sometimes. Not all, all of them, but sometimes. Um, but yeah, this is a salt and lime uh, lager coming in at 4.2% is what it said online. Let's check the can. Here in a minute there's no ibus online though so i'm not sure so 4.0 on the can okay so it's a fresh it's a fresh brew and we're already inconsistent this yes that, okay well we're coming in hot on that one i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna be honest with you there's a couple of things we're gonna take a little peek ski uh, first off i believe I, I could just tell based on this beer that it's something you should drink from the can this does not i'm not saying it's not deserving of a pint glass but this is something you drink from the can, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, if it's something that's going to be pre-dressed like that, there's no reason to put it in a pint glass, I don't think. And it's legitimately dressed. I don't know if you can see that. Is there actual salt floating in it? Is that what I see? Uh, and lime. Oh, wow. And and I'm going to be honest. It looks like a rough night out, morning after urine situation. <laughs> not in a bat. Like, I'm not downing it. It's probably delicious. But that's the vibe I get after the pour. Just. Well, it smells delicious, so I'm going to get in and taste it here. Yeah, yeah, it does. It actually kind of almost looks like a, uh, like a, it almost looks like a glass of orange juice. Yeah, not when you get camera. up close. Yeah, when you, when maybe that, the camera, you know how they say the camera adds uh, 20 pounds? It basically took off a lot of negative uh, visuals when you're seeing it through the, uh, <laughs> wow. the camera. Because okay. in person, floaters, uh, I mean, dude, I don't know if you can see the volume of floaters. Oh, yeah, zero it's, pul it's heavy pulp. It's extra pulp. It's that extra it's pulp, OJ. Zero foam, but I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, it's damn delicious. It, it It's very salty. It's very salty. But it's good. Very limey. It is fairly weak. Doesn't it seem weak? I mean, it's a 4.0, but it seems weak. Yeah, alcohol content-wise, it definitely doesn't, like, pack anything. Uh, no. But, yeah, 4.2, I mean, that's less than Bud Light, isn't it? Uh, I think that's what a Bud Light is. Miller Light and Bud okay. Light are, like, 4.2. Bush okay. is, like, 4.1. Stones are 4.1. All right, so coming in on the on the lower end of the light scale, so... That's um, something. I it's, it's, I mean, it's solid. I could, dude, I'm, I could see myself drinking a lot of them in, in, in a time period. Yeah, for someone who doesn't like dressed beers, yeah, I would definitely indulge. This is already super bur already burping. Yeah, it is very it. You almost you know what? Honestly, it actually tastes a little pickly. It does have a, a slight vinegar, dill vinegary hit yeah. to it. Not as much as like the pickle beers, but you know, mm -mm. but just a little bit. And honestly, I, you know, I don't want you kind of mind trick me. I think what you did is you led me to that, to that well. And I drank the water. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I probably wouldn't have thought it until you said it, but then I'm like, yeah, I could taste that, you Just know, a little bit, but it's more, it's actually more of like a, like a lime, uh, skin, you know? Yeah. Like, like they zested something in it. Yeah. 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 That's kind of more what it's like now that I'm, now that I'm a few more sips in. It's unfortunate that we couldn't find anything online about it. Um, even untapped wasn't really fruitful, and there's obviously a lot of folks around here drinking it, but 
um, couldn't find any backstory on it at all. So a couple of things. One, it gives me those vibes. I know that we talked about this before. I can't remember the brewery and I apologize, but um, we talked about, um, you know, you could just tell from the can that like it was part of a promo to give back to a certain organization. I can't remember the beer that we talked about with that with, but um, this has that same vibe, like maybe seasonally they put this out and a dollar from every six pack goes to like wounded warrior or to the military, you know, some type of military or, um, you know, PTSD type organization or something like that. That's the vibe I get. From yeah. The can. If, if that's not something that they're doing, they should definitely consider doing it because it is the perfect campaign. I mean, the, like you said, the font alone, it kind of gives that mash vibe. It's like that standard military font. Um, but also the, the whole background of it is like, I mean, it's obviously, uh, it ha- is connected to the military. It has to be in some way. Has to yeah, be you would imagine. Tribute or something. I mean, the name Storm the Beaches from World War II or whatever. Um, you know, but the whole There's can a- is, is it's military colors. There's like a map in the background that's like signifying war plans or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's. So- yeah, it's funny because there's a bunch of arrows drawn to the Gulf and to the eastern part of the state of Texas. Um, but yeah, very similar to like D-Day mapping, I guess, post or during the the heavier military eras. Very cool. It's kind of like subtle, but also not subtle. I actually yeah. really like the branding on this one. I do too, and I the font's great. It matches with it well. I don't. I think Southern Star sometimes. Okay, they've done very well with like. Uh, not that we're drinking that one this week, but they've done very well with the um, like Bombshell Blonde and some mm. of the newer um, brands that they have. But they're like, which they don't even make it anymore. But they had a pale ale, I believe, that was their OG, and it was in just a terrible maroon can. In fact, I think this is the one that they exclusively made in tall boys, but it was just like a terrible maroon can. The branding didn't really make a whole lot of sense. So they've stepped it up since. Uh, and so Southern star is doing really good with this one, at least the way yeah. that it's laid out on the can. I would say I like, a, I like a lot of Southern stars branding, like their conspiracy theory, which we've done. Well, not us two, but we've done on the podcast here. Uh, also another really cool can. Cause there's just a bunch of like Illuminati stuff all over it. And it's really cool. Really, uh, um, really classy, you know, in a, in there's a also, craft beer way. There's also the potential for this to be maybe a collab brew. I mean, on the can, it says brewed and canned by Southern Star in Conroe, Texas. But uh, the front of the can calls out salt and lime lager. Um, and then there's five by five brewing company and Lorelei brewing as well. So again, I couldn't find anything that said it's guaranteed a collab and those folks were on site when it was made and it's a limited edition or anything like that. But it gives me that vibe. Cause I don't see why else they would put that on the can. Yeah. I, I don't know. And the fact that it's not listed anywhere on Southern stars website kind of throws me off. So maybe because it's a collab, they can't put it exclusively on their website or something. I don't know. Maybe so. The first untapped- time I've ever seen something like that. Untapped and Beer Advocate both have it as a Southern Star brewed, um, and they don't mention 5x5 or Lorelei. Um, but it just I would find it very shocking if they did, weren't part of that and Southern Star was just giving a shout-out to random breweries yeah. or random brother or sister breweries uh, for a limited edition, especially with such good branding. Yeah, that would definitely be something. Uh, good, though. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, sure. I more than I thought I would, considering it checks way too many boxes for me that normally are negative boxes. Um, and, okay, I think what it is is that every time I've had a, like, the reason that I no longer liked dressed beers, we'll get into the fact of it being dressed in the can in a minute. I have an issue with that, even though it's still a good beer, okay? Um, even though I've talked enough trash about it already. But um, the problem with dressed beers is they take a toll on your activities the next day. Okay? Hmm. Like, I, I just feel like you get enough salt, you get enough lime in you. Man, for me, indigestion, the dehydration, it basically amplifies the intensity of a hangover the next day. Now, probably it's because you're drinking way too many of them, but every single time for me, like I know the morning after that I had a really fruitful and salty night, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I can almost guarantee you it's because of the salt. Yeah. Cause that, cause that salt's just dehydrating you even further uh, on top of the beer. So definitely makes sense. There's like a thousand percent chance that 
when I wake up in the morning, something that looks like this is going to come out of my body after okay. I've had <laughs> some salt and lime setups. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah there's just going to be salt granules. In the at least, air. at least, at least they're being pretty transparent, and they're just like, "Hey, you get out what you put in." They're just letting you know. Yeah. You know, they're, they're being transparent without being transparent. Right. Well, it's it's more of a cloudy opaque if we're being honest, because yeah. that's what it looks like. It does with a little bit of little bit of uh floaties hanging around in there. Yeah, it's almost like you let your kids have a sip or two of it while they were eating crackers. That's what it looks like. Oh, dude. Think about Come it. On. That's so I, listen, gross, I'm, dude. I'm not I'm not downgrading it because it is delicious, but aesthetically, if it's in a glass, and this goes back to my point that I made earlier. This is meant to be drank out of the can so you can't see the contents. I yeah. didn't I didn't I didn't put those two pieces together until just now. But it's be it's meant to be drank out of the can so that it, they're the aesthetics of it being in a glass aren't bad. But you can't tell me that there's not one hundred sippy cups right now that are laying on like a living room floor that don't have a few club crackers or saltines that are floating around in it that don't look damn similar to I'm this. Telling you, bro, I'm telling it's it's floating around in orange juice and that's what this looks like. Uh, that's it. It does. Um yeah, I mean I don't yeah, I, no. I don't I don't hate uh dressing beers though. Like uh I, I can see what you're saying about how this one's not one that you, you pour into a glass though. And I think yeah. that kind of makes sense. That's why it's like pre-dressed. So you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? This is just something point. you take out somewhere and you just throw back a sixer. That's what it is. Well, I will tell you this, even though it doesn't match exactly the branding that they're going for, or at least the way that we've interpreted it thus far, the WWYBD on this is super easy. We'll get to that obviously at the end, but I think hands down, everyone would agree. We're probably going to, we don't agree a lot on the WWYBD. Good Lord, the burps. We don't agree a lot on the WWYBD, but I think we're going to be spot on together for this one. And as is everyone that's drinking it. So they're doing something right. If they can create a mental space that you're in when you're consuming it. That's a lot to assume early on, man. You know, my, mean, brain, my brain gets wild on these WWYBDs, man. It's, it's not going to be artificial turf in my toes, but uh, I can no, assume. Yeah. Um, uh, but is it? But OK, so is is dressing it in the can it does that make it a better thing or are we just being lazy here so i think doing? that that's a good point um i think it makes us lazy if i'm being honest because you well it depends right because we just said it's meant to be i mean again i don't want to get too far ahead with the wwybd but it depends on what you're doing and where you're consuming it and the feasibility of being able to dress it but I do believe that it's laziness. Like, why is it that if you have a beer that's worthy of salt and lime, fucking put the salt and lime in it and, and have the full experience, right? Have the bartender dress it, dress it at your house. Have we just, it, we've come to a point where, oh, God forbid I have a lime and salt when I'm trying to increase the enjoyment of my beverage. Let's just build it into the can. To me, it's lazy. Functionally, very, very beneficial, but it's lazy. Okay. Um, or, or maybe it's because people aren't good at consistently dressing to the point I made earlier. I start out at the beginning of the night, pinch of salt, one lime. We start getting four, five, six, seven, twelve of these bad boys under our belt, and it's, you know, half a cup of salt, half a lime, 12 ounces of beer. So maybe it's a quality control thing. Maybe they're like, hey, hey, you guys don't know how to dress a beer. You're, you're, you're lazy and you don't know how to do it. So let's just do it for you. Yeah. We're just going to do it for you. I mean, that, that could be, that could be the case. I mean, that's, that such is the way of the world, right? That's, that's what's happening these days. The world is just getting fucking lazy. And they're also just giving up on what used to be a part of the experience. I think. I, uh, I don't, I don't know if I would like to use the word lazy on that though. I, I would like to use the word convenient, right? Okay. Because um, I, I mean, you know, we we just we like convenience. You know what I mean? They're they're spelled slightly differently, but they, they mean uh, the same. Uh, Lazy's just so derogatory, though. You know? Okay. Well, I'm gonna start using convenience in the place of lazy, and very quickly, convenience or convenient will also become derogatory. It's well, it's the underlying. It's the underlying. De connotation versus denotation of the word now i will say though that as i mean i i, I do enjoy this. this i am enjoying this beer but 
I do think that it's different than if I were to dress it myself, right? Like oh, yeah. it, it's there's a there's a taste difference, and so quality control maybe, but you know I don't know if I would buy in on that so much either. Um, I would say this though, surprisingly, um, because a lot of I mean a lot of people are putting out a salt and lime addressed version, hence the laziness of the world, or excuse me, the uh, convenience of the world. But I will say that it doesn't taste artificial. It like the lime doesn't taste oh, no, artificial no. at all. No, 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 no. I, and I, you can based on the the flex floating in it. I don't think it's artificial. I, I don't think so either. You, I'm the king of artificial. You know that artificial grape is my go-to. I love the taste of artificial grape. So I know an artificial flavor when I taste it. It it might be in there, but it doesn't taste that way. So kudos to them for that. Um, and so I don't know if I could repeat this flavor by dressing it and salting it myself. If they gave me just the lager and I the task of salting it and liming it to make it taste just like this was in my boat, probably not going to be that be that accurate. Yeah, I I couldn't. I I'm just gonna throw some salt on the rim, throw throw a, whatever lime I can get, you know. Uh, but it's never gonna be consistent like this for sure. So maybe maybe quality control is the right thing. Then maybe maybe you're right. Now you got me bouncing I, back and forth here. I'm like a, like a ping pong game in my head. Well, it gets us away from everybody being lazy. I, I feel like I've said so many terrible things this early on about it. It's a damn good beer. Like oh, yeah. I'm, you know where I stand on don't salt it, don't lime it. If it needs that, it's not a beer. I know that that's very cliche for a lot of beer drinkers. This one's got me one over. They're killing it. I would be interested to see what this tastes like without the salt and lime. Yeah, like what lager it is that they're begin. What's the base lager what? that they're building upon? <laughs> yeah, what's the base lager you're building upon? And what? But here, here's another thing though. It doesn't make them lazy. No, right. It makes I mean, the consumer lazy for convenience, but it doesn't make the, the people brewing it are going through an extra process. You know, I, I, listen. I, okay, I would say I'm gonna let me back up a second. I'm gonna defend your convenience, okay? Because there, in this case, I think there is a slight difference between convenience and laziness. They're basically saying, if you want to enjoy a, a fully dressed beer in an environment where you cannot. We got you, partner. That's what we. That's what we got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they're like, hey, you know, it's so hard to salt and lime a beer in the back of a PTO meeting when you're at your kid's school. You know, boom, it's already done. It's done for you. In the back of your kid's school. You know what I'm saying? Like, who who's gonna go out of their way if they're gonna try to slam three or four beers in a church parking lot before going in? Nobody's salting and liming those, right? We got you covered, dude. Got you covered. It's, right. You, all you got to do is buy one of those uh, one of those can hiders. You know what I'm talking about? Like where it's like a it's like a Coke can cover for your beer can. Yeah. You just slide it in, take it on into the PTO. PTO the guy. Meeting. The uh, the school officer gets a little sniff. He's like, Diet Coke with limes back? And you're like, hell yeah. And you just slide on in. But Did you ever also... want to get a fully dressed beer at your, your son or daughter's Little League baseball or softball game? You can't do that. You can now. Absolutely. And if, this, if they were a commercial, since we're going to just go ahead and build the cinematography out for them when they do commercialize this, I also see a group of folks that are going through the metal detectors because they have jury duty. All right. And they get hit because he's got <laughs> he's got a 12 like pack of a Coke. Yeah, he's got a 12 pack of Coke. And they're like, hey, what is this? And he's like, oh, just a few Cokes. You guys don't have them inside. And he's like, run along, bud. But the guy behind him has a like iodized salt container and he has a zester for his lime. And they're like, hey, 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 you. And then they just throw him in the cuffs. And then it cuts to like an 80s clip scene. And it's like, do you want to dress beer while you're on the job? And then boom, it just cuts to storm the beach of Southern Star. It's we got a, you covered. It's a military guy holding holding the can. Yeah. Guy in a, guy in a uh, all camo outfit. Mili is it, But it camo doesn't necessarily mean military, though. We got to be careful. It's got to be a military no. get up, you know, not a yeah, yeah. get up. In this case, it's definitely the military uh, variety. But yeah, it's just maybe that's what they're going for. Hey, we, we know that you need it. 
this sounds terrible, but like, think about when you're driving. How difficult is it to get salt in there and a lime? But it's already done for you. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever want to drink and drive with a salted or a fully dressed beer? Now you can. Now you can. Storm the beaches. And then it just cuts to a clip of a pickup truck just buried into a couple of sand dunes off on the side of the beach. (laughs) Just abandoned. The emphasis on the can. Now you can. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah oh man Listen, somebody, I, I don't know why we're i don't know why we're giving this away for free we're basically giving this away for free okay you know what because it's a good product we just got to respect it sometimes we just build a, build a subset of marketing campaigns for these cats and all they got to do is drink it up yeah it's pun, a shame. pun intended it's, yeah it's a shame uh i don't it's a shame you don't really see a lot of craft beer commercials i guess commercials are expensive but you know yeah, Still, throw some in on like some YouTube video. Well, I guess YouTube's really strict on that, but is it? I don't know. I mean, okay, well, you're not allowed to necessarily uh, drink Remote. beer or alcohol on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Well, that hmm. seems like uh, maybe we're breaking some rules there. Well, and you can still do it. You just can't monetize it. Oh, okay. So, well, I see. Yeah. So I guess they probably wouldn't want to. Uh, that's why there's no like Bush Light commercials on YouTube or like Bud Light or Budweiser. You know, you never seen one of those. That's a bit. That's a business venture there. Becoming a video, you know, like a video marketer for craft breweries. Yeah. Good lord, was there a demon inside you? You heard that the was down just... came from the death. It did. Good that came lord. from like have you ever heard that seen that movie As Above So Below? That <laughs> No that, that burp came from from so below. That's where that burp came from. That burp the catacombs was the... of, of France or wherever it's at. <laughs> that burp was the equivalent of those boogers that are gummy that are attached to your brain. Like that's the depth at which that burp traveled. <laughs> The absolute relief that comes along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the ones that, okay, we're not going to get too much into that. I don't think. No, I, I, but, but it is one of those, like, what is the, um, not endorphins? Like what is, yeah. What's the chemical that's released when you're happy? Is it endorphins? I think, well, there's a few different kinds, but yes, I think that's. Okay. Well, that, that type of burp is one of those burps that just distills upon like there's this uh, uh like a second where like your whole body gets tingly because it's just engulfed with this happiness oh yeah it's because <laughs> it starts from deep man and it just travels up that was yeah but on okay so on the note of i mean you, listen we've kind of put to rest i don't think it's laziness i think it's convenience okay you win here you've won me over um but i would say that there's a lot of other like built-in products that are just straight ass lazy that, that do come to light. Okay. Um, an example here, I've never personally indulged in them, but like pre built, like, so waffles spelled W a F F L E S. That's an inside joke, but waffles (laughs) that are syrup infused. Have we gone too far? Like, yeah, I think again, that one was, was originally created out of convenience so you can just grab and go right so you don't have to syrup syrupize them is that is that is that a term syrupize but (laughs) but let me but let me let me go on let me go on but uh you know i personally don't think that it's a necessary thing i think that's just i think if you're rushing that much just get up a little earlier and eat your freaking waffles man you know what i mean so real quickly, you know how like Pasteur created pasteurization? <laughs> I think you just invented syrupization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you realize bro. He, he syrupized a lot of different things. Um okay, so that's, that's one a, thing. That, first of all, that's a lot quicker of a term than than putting syrup on, you know? Oh yeah, the efficiency in syrupize oh, or syrupizing. Why use lot word when little word do trick? Yes, I agree. <laughs> Uh, as sophisticated as that word sounds. Um, yeah. Okay, so my argument to this is, th- is this. If, if I'm in a situation where I'm like, hmm, I don't have time to make a waffle and put syrup on it, I'm just not fucking yeah. eating waffles. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm with you 100%. And I've never held, well, first off, I don't think I've ever held a waffle in my hand. That's what the problem that we create when we syrupize it. But I've never held one in my hand and said, damn, if only this was syrupized, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Um, It's like that or or they, they, they have like buffalo wings, too, that are, you know, like frozen Tyson chicken wings that are pre-buffalo sauced any tizers yeah i got you yeah and i'm like first of all i've tried them not not because of late well maybe i guess because laziness but um just they're just not good either you know i haven't had the the syrupized waffles neither have i (laughs) the syrup waffles but i you know i I haven't had them but I, i can imagine they're not the same we're going to get back to any tizers in a minute, but the closest thing I've had to a syrupized waffle is a McGriddle. And I'm not a fan of the McGriddle. Now, I understand why that exists, because that's the whole market, and that's a pancake bun thing. But don't syrupize your waffles. Just let the waffle be. Part of the enjoyment of of experiencing a waffle, whether it's out or whether it's well, you go to you experience one at a Waffle House for many other reasons. But <laughs> if you're doing them at your house, it's part of the experience is the butter and the syrup. Don't syrupize it. I don't want it out of the box like that. But back to the buffalo wings, trash. I know what they're trying to do, but it they're just not doing a very good job of it. And I, the, the crazy thing is, they sell like hotcakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they sell like hotcakes. But no, what like somebody has to have raised a flag that was like, this is not good, right? Yeah. Just if people not. are just accepting it, that's a problem. Yeah, that's what it's come to is that people are too lazy to just put buffalo sauce on wings. You know, we're just out I here. Mean, we're just out here. Buffalo sizing, buffalo sauce sizing. Listen, you did it once. Don't push it. Don't push yeah, it. We're yeah, not. Right, we, yeah, you yeah, can't. Yeah, you yeah. can't buffalize. You can't buffalize the syrupized <laughs> concept. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta keep, keep to the syrup. Keep to the syrup. What? Actually, I have another question too. Because I swear to you, I have had some breakfast sausage that was syrup infused. Now I could be tripping. I, that could not have happened, but I swear I've had some. So. I don't know if I've ever had any that was like syrupized, but I would say they do make the ones where it's like the pancake with the sausage in it. It's like a little corn dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like a pan- yeah. And those pancakes are syrupized. But honestly, that's okay because the whole concept there is different. That's that's a convenient throw it in the microwave, take it with you. I don't think that we need to to deconstruct that to its individual parts and syrupize. It's the only reason yeah. that it's okay. In fact, it's a in fact, if you're just trying to get a syrupized waffle, dude, just get those instead. It's much better. Yeah. Much better. And I agree. if you decide that you want to syrupize it yourself still, it's much more convenient. Dude, what if, what if that's how we... What if that's how we referred to like the the act of of consuming it? What's he doing? Always oh, in there syrupizing his waffles, you know? Like we're gonna it make sounds it so it sounds so um, mysteriously innuendous. Now we're just making up words, but there's a lot of innuendos, I guess, that are associated with a syrupizing something. Um, I digress. But pre-sauced buffalo wings always need to be retossed. That is straight laziness. I guess there's a convenience there, but like, mm-mm. yeah, but you're you're not really eating a buff. I mean, they're not good, so it's really not no. convenient. You know, I w- I wouldn't consider them a buffalo wing. I would consider them just like a snack food. But yeah, don't you know, call a spade a spade, and that's that's not a buffalo wing. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Um, but I might have you know, used I might have used that improperly calling a spade a spade, but you get the gist that I was leading you towards. Yeah, I don't think that term was correct, and I just let that slide. Okay, that's fine. Thanks for just 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 glassing over that. You could have stopped and syrupized it, <laughs> but you didn't. I appreciate that. Well, I'm not. Going is there to anything? Is there anything else that you could think <laughs> of that maybe we are pre? you know, that we're pre-doing that's absolutely unnecessary. Not off the top of my head. I can't. Yeah. I like the way that there's like a font, like a people draw a hard line. Like nobody is infusing an egg roll with sweet and sour. That would be something that would be convenient. Like the gas station ones, that would be convenient. I don't know if it can be done, but like 
Why don't we go after that? Don't syrupize the waffle. Go after sweet and sour and the egg roll, you know? Dude, that makes it even more portable. Because you can't... First off, I would say, at least in Texas or where there's jack-in-the-boxes, I'm sure that there's a lot more everywhere, but Texas is super prevalent. I would say 80% of all egg rolls are consumed in a vehicle. Usually, from where you got them back to your house as a little snacky for the guy that, you know, flew when somebody else bought. Mm. Um, Or every single work van that you see on the road, every Astro van with blacked out windows, every passenger van, anything that Chevrolet or Dodge is putting out in a, in a utility van situation has had an egg roll consumed in it. And you know it would be a blessing if they were just infused with the sweet and sour, so that you didn't dump that shit all over the console. You know? Yeah, that would be that would be pretty incredible. Uh, and it would probably up the number from eighty percent to like ninety-two minimum of it also of probably rolls consumed in a vehicle in Texas. It would also probably make our roads significantly safer. So mm. that's that's not a that's not a laziness thing. That is a true convenience thing. Yeah. It is convenience and uh, and safety. Dude, I'm going to have to get a notepad. Just start jotting this down. That that could change the world, at least for the working man. Hey, Jack, if you're listening to this episode, there's a little <laughs> bit of royalties behind that. That's all we want. We don't need baby tacos. We don't need um, munchy fries. I don't know what they're called, but let's be honest. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. What we need is pre-sweet and sour infused um egg rolls so get on that i don't i know you got a, an army of folks over there working on that but uh the sooner the better for the sake of the safety of our roads because it is it, it you know we're singling out jack in the box because jack in the box obviously has the best egg rolls hands down um although i am gonna say the best sweet and sour in my opinion is mcdonald's that is good oh, sweet yeah. and sour for, the, for the nuggies bro yeah, bro, yeah. And, but but i mean just like that's what i think of when i think of sweet and sour you like, know what though you know what though that I've no their their sweet and sour sauce is not the same color as a regular sweet and sour sauce. No, it's kind of like the color of this uh, morning after urine beer. Oh, I was gonna say more like the color of syrup, but Jesus, works, sir- no, it's, I mean, it's, it's a little lighter like... than syrup. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, it's more of a brown hue than a than a orange juice hue, which I guess is just orange hue. Orange hue. Orange, you glad it's their sweet and sour I, sauce? I knew it was coming. Yeah, it was coming. you set them up, I'll knock them down. Um, Throw it up. You hit, you hit so, the alley. So maybe, um, maybe there are more things. You know, we were trying. We really started the we, the conversation with knocking down things that are too lazy, too pre-done, too set up. But I think maybe we just we don't like what's available. Um, I think it's safe to say that. There's a few things we could have a little more of in our life. Yes. One of them being the sweet and soured egg roll. Yeah. That's one that's one convenience thing we need to bring to the market. That oh, I thought about this the other day too. Um sorry, this this kinda is very similar. Dude, th- this would sell a shit I mean kinda I don't it's similar in a way. All right, this hear me kind out. Kind of is very similar. In a kind similar of, way. In a similar way, a little bit sort of, okay? So <laughs> Dude, okay, so you know how when you eat beef jerky, mm-hmm. there's yes. always the little, there's always the little, uh, so like, oh, for instance, let's say you have like a barbecue beef jerky. They have some that are infused with like KC Masterpiece or whatever. You get the teriyaki or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how they always have the um, the silicate packet in it, right? Yeah, to keep okay. it moist or whatever. Correct. And people are always like, first off, it's very terrible when you think you got one more piece in the bag, but it's just the packet. That's the worst. Yeah, if you're not looking, you're just digging in the back. But even smarter, what if attached to that bad boy, there was a fucking wet nap? (laughs) Okay. Think about it to wipe your hands off. Yeah. Dude, any, any, any type of snack that comes in a bag like that, like that's the, that's the next step. Like I'm driving down the road, I've got barbecue sauce all over my face because God forbid I close the. I don't know why they're resealable. Who the fuck's resealing a, a beef jerky bag? They're just eating the whole bag. That's what they're doing. But anyways, after I consume the whole bag, I get to the silicate packet, 
I think that's what it's called. I get a little bit depressed because I'm like, dang it, I thought that was another piece. And the only thing that I ever want is something to wipe my hands and my face with. So if there was a wet nap that was attached to that bad boy, that's the brand I'm going after. So Jack Links, whoever out there is listening, get on it. Now, could this be applied to any kind of food? Could any. Apply this in chips? Yeah, you could Cheetos, drop them in. bro? Cheetos, Dor- Doritos, Cracker Jacks, right along the side of the dang tattoo they got in there. Just crack a jacks. But yeah, uh I it's just a thought I had the other day. Man. Now I'm just thinking of different products that we could add wet naps to. Because it would be convenient uh, for anything. I mean you could add it to anything. Corn nuts? One hundred percent. Yeah. You end up with most of the powder on your hands. Chex mix. Powdered donuts. Powdered donuts. You could just just uh not duct tape it, but just just sticky glue it to the bottom of that little cardboard wax thing that's in there that keeps the cellophane from sticking to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, you could just throw a little pack in there though, or throw a little throw a little uh square thing in there. But, let, Dude, but let's I'm, be honest though, if you're down in a whole bag of powdered donuts in one sitting, there's other things you need to worry about. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely somewhere where you have access to hopefully a sink or something if you're making that type of uh commitment. Yeah. But I'm talking about the sleeves, right? The ones you get in the gas stations, like the little sleeves yeah, yeah, of them. Yeah. yeah. I was definitely not talking about those, but that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, like, yeah, you, first off, one wet nap in a bag of donuts is a little bit just offensive. Like, who, <laughs> who's knocking out that mess with a single wet nap? And what are you sharing that with friends? How inconsiderate say, you? you. You get one side of the wet nap, I get the other. Bro, just As, give me a corner. I just need to get my fingertips, man. I need my. <laughs> you have three inches of powder. Three inches of like sticky. It's not even powder by the time you need the wet nap. It's like a, an icing. It's like a drizzle because yeah. of all the moisture in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am so glad that we 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 flew that plane there. That was good. Um, but yeah, so the, I so I think we could build the the point that I'm trying to make is we can build more convenience into products or build more value into product, but we're not doing it with syrupizing a waffle. Okay. Yeah. Agree. But also, I haven't tried it, so you know, you can't really, can't really knock it till you try it. That is true. Basically, um, you don't know till you try it. Equals, you have to see it to believe it. Really, which I like, also I, have not seen these things in person. I've only seen it in on a on Good Mythical Morning. Honestly, that's where I saw it. Oh, so, okay. So I I can't believe it till it physically is in front of me. But I also cannot knock it until I try. Hey, great example. Tying it back into Storm the Beaches, okay? Yeah, yeah, you were totally against it at first. <clears throat> totally against it at first. It's delicious. Um, so I tried it, and now, good lord, I should no longer knock it. Yeah. Now you um, are you're hugging it. Yeah, I do think that maybe uh, in every six pack they should just put like a little uh, Pedialyte or like an electrolyte packet or a, something a like wet, that. A wet nap. No, I don't need a wet nap. I just need something <laughs> to keep the fluids in me. You know. Liquid IV, just a little liquid IV pack. What just you get a six pack, and then there's a little attached, you know, like one of those little water bottles with a yeah. with a liquid IV in it. Yeah, and it just says down two, then this. I mean, down three, then this, and then down the other three. Yeah, split it in half, baby. Split it in half. Yeah, it's the little things that go above and beyond. Okay, circling back real quickly because there's a lot of things that I think I I don't believe until i see that see it but real quick if you if you saw three bags of chips that were on a shelf and one of them came with a wet nap and it was like 20 more cents for that bag and it was like cheap as a father on road trips guaranteed i pay a dollar more bag okay but as a regular adult i'm gonna go after that i'm gonna buy that bag right yeah okay i mean i would unfortunately i feel like there's a lot of people in the world that wouldn't but that's, you know, a different story. I think there's a lot of people in the world that would, though. Speaking of, uh, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a market out there for it. Speaking of don't knock it till you try it, um, what, you know, wet naps in general. I have a lot of people that are like, oh, that's great. Like we go to, we t- Luke, we, we've, we've come, we've wrapped this all into one big continuous story. So we talked about Buffalo Wings. You definitely need the wet nap after Buffalo Wings. Thank you very much. No doubt. I appreciate it. 
I appreciate they're doing that. But I have buddies that are like, no, in I don't fact, do that. In fact, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought wet wipes were invented for buffalo wings. Yeah, I, I really, they're not really being used anywhere else. However, you know, we don't need lemon scented wet naps. Okay, so this is the point that I was exactly going to make is that I had a bunch of buddies that were like, dude, oh, I don't like the lemony scent, right? And then one, I was like, it's really not that bad. He's like, no, I can smell people using them at the table. I just don't like it. It's gross. And I was like, really, man? Because it's kind of refreshing. It, it is a little refreshing. Bro, when it you makes get me done. think of I, like a clean wood floor, bro. That's what it makes me think of. Okay, when's the last time that you tried one? Or do you forgo the wet nap? Uh, well, I don't eat with my fingers anymore, so I don't really need them okay. much anymore. That, uh, that is, that is, that is, that, that, I mean, that's a good reason not to, but I would say, so he was like, fuck no, I'm not doing the, the lemony thing. And then one time he did the lemon, I think we had had a good bit to drink, but he did the lemon, you know, the, the wet nap and he cleaned himself up and he was like, man, I feel like I just got out of the shower. And I was like, don't knock it till you try it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like you talk trash about him forever. I mean, I'm all about wet wipes in general. You know, but like, I just, I can't do, what is that one very big wood floor cleaner brand? Einsol that's lemon not, flavored? Uh, there's another one. Not flavored, not flavored, but scented. I don't know what it tastes like. Actually, I think if you're tasting it, you probably don't know what it tastes like <laughs> anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's not Pine uh, Sol. There's another one that's like, like a... Fabuloso? Yes, Fabuloso. Okay. That's what lemon wet naps remind me of, bro. Well, here's the pine, thing. Listen, pine soul smells good regardless of what scent you get, but the Fabuloso, bro, it smells horrible. Not horrible, but it's so strong. Oh, no. I, I cannot. So I've never had the lemon Fabuloso, okay? Mm-hmm. I always get the purple. I'm going to say it's lavender, it horrible. but we just don't, call don't it. try it. Yeah. I do not advise shooters of Fabuloso. But we the purple one is the one that's most prevalent, and I can't stand it. It it is it to me what it is makes any flavor. Uh, I think it's lavender, but we it's purple. Let's be honest. Everybody says yellow or purple or orange. Right. Um, but I have tried that. Not a fan. I've never had the lemon, but I bet you I would like the lemon. Mm. No, maybe if you're a big if you're a big lemon wet nap guy, but. I prefer just a, a wet wipe. I'm a wet wipe guy, not a wet. I mean, is, just not, don't make a lemon scented, man. Just I, I agree. I mean, I think the lemon clean is overplayed. I love fresh linen. That is my favorite mm. clean scent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm also not. I'm not. I, I'm not enjoying the wet nap because it's lemon flavored. It just happens to be a side effect of the effect, you know, of the of the fact that it's convenient. You know. Yeah. I mean, in in turn, this is this is kind of similar, but you know, there's so many like, uh, especially after COVID and everything, right? Everybody always had like Germex on them, right? Hand sanitizer, but for years and years, there's been all these different scents, flavors of of Germex or hand sanitizer, right? Never liked any of them. You know what I like most is the standard Germex alcohol smell hand sanitizer. And that's what I want in my wet nap. I want to smell clean. Okay, yes, but I don't want it to be that potent. If I rubbed it, like if I went out, okay, scenario. I go out to lunch. I go out to lunch with some buddies on a work day. And I smear a Germex scented wet wipe on my face i get back to the office people are gonna be like did you just drink a fifth of vodka that's that's what that's why they're putting the lemon scent in there I think. yeah you get you get pulled over after doing that and the cop's gonna go listen i can smell it on you bro yeah you know and i'm gonna I mean? go it's just the wet wipe and he's like is that a storm the beaches in your cup holder and i'm gonna go yeah i mean but you got <laughs> listen, me. listen. No, man, it's just the wet wipe from the from the Jack Links I was eating, bro. No, man. No, but but how convenient is it though? Then I'll try to sell him on it. But I mean, it's already made in the can though. Like how convenient yeah. is that? It is. Have you heard of the Storm of the Beaches? I could have been yeah. I could have been so unsafe by salting and liming my beverage and or dipping my egg roll in my sweet and sour sauce. But instead, officer, it came ready in the can and the egg roll is infused. I'm just doing my part to keep the road safe, but 
he's gonna, he looks at you and says, you know what, sir? You go about your way. I pulled someone over earlier, and they were salting their beer while they were driving. <laughs> Thanks for doing your part. I mean, it's not that difficult, right? Thank you for being a, a, a citizen for the people. Uh, yeah. Something like um, that. Citizen for the people, by the people, around the people. Glad that we put that to rest. Uh, I, I, we could probably d- divide a room on the on the um, how they feel about wet naps and, or hand sanitizer for that matter, because it, there were a lot of them near the end, right when the world was panicking. A lot of them near the end, where it was like Tito's was putting them out, and I was like, "That is just vodka with <laughs> gel in it." You know what I mean? Tito's was putting out hand sanitizer. Yeah. Oh my God, that was just vodka. There's no way it wasn't. And it was in a Tito's bottle. Like there oh were glass God. bottles of Tito's hand sanitizer. Well, I would have to see it to believe it. Yeah. And, but, you know, don't knock it till you've knocked a few of them back. <laughs> I tell you. That'd be really confusing, man. Imagine going to just pour you a mixed drink and you accidentally eat some hand sanitizer. <laughs> I God, mean, that'd be bad, bro. Now, honey, which I one's can't. the right one? I don't know. Smell it. They smell the same. I can't. Is this is this white Russian pudding? No, 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 no. It's just no. I think we... you, you just got into the hand sanny. You just got into the hand sanny. Dump that one out. Man, is this is it just me or is this Tito's just been sitting for a while? It seems real thick. <laughs> Must be cold in here. Gelled up. God, how cold would it have to be, man? <laughs> it's not really like a gel point of vodka. It's just pretty much. No, I'm going to be, if you get to a point, if you get to a point where the vodka is gelling, you got bigger (laughs) concerns than, than the fact that your vodka is gelled. If you get to a point where your vodka is gelling, use it as a hand sanitizer (laughs) (laughs) and you can be clean, man. I think at that point, very few bacteria are just living uh, freely in the environment. Yeah. Don't got to worry about bugs in that liquor. No, no. See floating Um, around. It's probably stuck somewhere. So. But yeah, so, okay, so we need more wet naps. We also need them to be different flavor. I'm air quoting here. Flavors, if you will. It's funny how interchangeable those are, but when I said convenience equals laziness, you lost your shit. But flavors, <laughs> scents, whatever. As an American, that is, this is that's what I try to do to negate my laziness, is use other words that make it sound better. And I like to use words that make scent seem like flavor to sell it okay i thought for a second you had the opportunity and you missed it you know what it is now that you're thinking back i like to use words that make sense oh man Dang it, dude. damn i was on it too i was right there i was right there Listen, you're gonna have to start sharpening yourself up before doing some vocal warm-ups some mind games get your head right i do i need to get my head in the game so I think overall, uh, it's not a laziness thing. Um, it's 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 a good pre-done. The the storm storm the beaches. I'm in support of it. It's not as convenient as a uh, egg roll that's already sauced or no, a yeah. But it's good. Yeah, it's I I've had a couple of um, salt and lime infused, if that's the word we're going to use here, syrupized. Um, beers an industry, and <laughs> an, an industry term would be impregnated, but yeah, okay. go ahead. Salt and lime impregnated beers. Um, this is at the top of my list on those. Yeah, I'll agree. I'm of, not a fan of any of, of them, of but those this is few good. Lists of the of those few beers in that list. Uh, are are they of the craft variety? Um. One of them was Shiner, which technically, yeah, I guess that that fits the mill. Um, how? I mean, I don't want to do a comparison, I think, but I would I, say this was better, right? I think I've had that one too. Yes, this is be- This is a lot more uh, limey. Did we do the Shiner one together, or no? We did the Cerveza. We didn't do the Salt and Lime one. No, we might have had the Salt and Lime one together, but we didn't do it on the on the cast. We didn't you. cast it. We didn't pot it up. I hear you. Uh, Podna. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, 
Let's get into the the WWYBD. I want to let you go first. (laughs) What a solid segue. Appreciate that. That's how we we get into it, bro. We just just, just dive into it sometimes. Um, I think the obvious... Do you want me to go first? Because I I swore up and down we were probably going to be similar. Yeah. I want you to go first. Which I'm glad that you're not the type of person to be tainted by what my thoughts are. um, Because you're always way out in left field. Mm -hmm. But... um, I, this is a this is definitely an outdoor beach activity drinker for me. You're, you're gonna take. I know it seems really yep. weird because it's a craft beer, but you're taking a cooler of the like way too many. Like you, this is the kind of beer where you're like, hey, I'm heading to the beach with the boys. We're gonna play some cornhole. We're gonna you know sit on the beach, soak up some sun, fight the wind. And so you're like, we need a, a, 180 beers. And so you just stop, and it's like five guys, and you stock as many of them as you can have. So that they're just crisp, you're refreshed. You think you're refreshed, but all that salt's not doing its deed. But you're just super refreshed. It's drinkable. Um, obviously, being at a 4% is something that you can probably drink a lot of if the salt doesn't get to you. But yeah, outdoor yard game activities on a beach with your boys, loud music, um, and infinite beers. You're just slamming as many as you possibly can because they're they're super refreshing and you feel good. Yeah. I want to elaborate on your point a little bit of the fact of the amount of beer that you're talking about, because I know I've never seen Southern Star sell more than a six pack um, of anything. And there's very few, maybe they're bombshell blonde. Yeah, you can get bombshells, I think, in a 12 and an 18. But yeah. Okay. But uh, a lot of craft beers really don't. Or a lot of craft breweries is mostly six packs. Every now and then you get a 12 or an 18 or something, like you said. But I think that they should really dive in with this one for spring and summer and sell it in at least a 12. Oh yeah. I mean, I I mean, to my argument, this would be something I would buy in a flat. I don't know if you ever bought a flat of beer, right? But which is basically, I think like a case or 30, I don't know exactly. It's a bunch of six packs that are in the, like the little, you know, mock-up flats, Mm -hmm. but um, I would buy it in the flat. It's very, now that you made you said spring and summer, it brings up a good point. This is a spring break beer. Yeah, one hundred percent spring break beer. Oh man, I want to go. Uh, this is like the Mexican shandy of the spring. Think about that. Mexican shandy. I don't know if I've had yeah. a Mexican shandy. Neither have I. I don't know if it exists, but I'm just I'm just deeming. I'm oh. like dawning that. Yeah, We're, this is a new thing that we just created. Oh. Whole new genre. Like the shandy is oh lemony and refreshing in the summer. This is the Mexican shandy of the spring. Wow. Yeah. We're doing we're doing things over here. I'm just well, listening. we're not doing it. They they did it. We just named it. They could use that as part of their campaign. Sneak it into jury duty or sneak it to the beach. The the sh- the Mexican shandy. Smuggling it across smuggling it across the border to um. <laughs> Toe in the line, my friend, toe in the line, but making, you know, it, it, nothing makes spring or summer without the Mexican shandy storm. Those beaches, Southern star done. They can even cut that clip. If if that's done right, they could just cut that clip, post it. Yo, maybe that's okay so just just to let me get my wwybd yeah, out of the way yeah. before okay. i elaborate on that for a second because i agree this is a hundred percent i saw myself on a beach whether that's a lake beach or a, or a saltwater beach i mainly think saltwater beach but it could be either one but you're out there with your boys like you said throwing them down because you can throw them down like nothing. You're dehydrating the, sh- the hell out of yourself, but that's what it is. It all, it always is what it is. But I specifically saw us playing some cornhole or some washers yeah. at the beach. 100%. That's what it was. That's this yeah. beer. hundred percent. But this, so it's interesting that we both said it's a beach beer. Cause what's the name? On the beaches. Right. And it's a, it's obviously a play on military, but boy, we're storming the beaches with these things. Yeah. I agree. It's really clever. That's really great. If that was their intent, man, whew, that's like, you know, you know how I've seen like a study or something somewhere where like smells can bring, bring memories back or whatever. Right. Like you can taste also, obviously 
That's crazy. That's it. That's cool. I I think it's, they're killing it. I've thought more about it since we started and it's solid, but it's definitely a, uh, I'm glad you brought up spring because I was thinking summer, but like spring is a good time too. You, this is the this is the gateway to the season. I mean, we don't really have spring in Texas, but this is the gateway to seasonal change. It's right? the gateway. This is a, it's the gateway seasonal. A, it's time to hit the beach, boys, because storm. And the you're right. Out. If they really go after it and they make it the the Mexican shandy or whatever you called it, yeah, it's the Mexican shandy of the spring. It's the springtime shandy before yes. the shandies come out. That's right. Man. Like we, <laughs> this is funny, but we use the trees to tell us when there's seasons. No, sir. In an evergreen country such <laughs> as East Texas, I need beer releases to tell me when the times are changing. <laughs> In, insert storm the beaches, the spring shandy. Hey, I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> I, I use beer to, to tell seasons most of the time. All the time. I'm like, oh, damn, the October fest are out? It's September already? It's already September. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's so bad. Okay. Is the right. strawberry har- Did they have the strawberry harvest stocked over there? Oh, my God, it's May. <laughs> what have we done with the year? God, it's already May. Man. Or that's how you also make a judgment call on how long it's been on the shelf too for like the slower movers. You're like, uh, not quite sure if I'm drinking a a strawberry harvest in November. Yeah, because it's and the I'm... only one. It's the only one left. <laughs> Every other brand has been sold out. Dust on the cardboard. The packaging's mm-hmm. wet. Anyway, oh, okay. So that's what we've been doing. We did a line, beach games with the boys, a, a damn. Uh, you know, bathtub full of these suckers that are iced down. The boys are storming the beaches. This is what they're taking. Yeah. Whether it's in springtime, whether it's in summer. So we did agree. And I would think, I would think based on tasting it, I would, I would. So here's my, my uh, task for everyone. Go out, taste it. Tell me you see differently. You're not going to. I, highly unlikely that you're like, oh, I'd rather drink this one around. I can't fight. No, no, no. That's not what you're doing. No, you're not. You're, you're on the beach doing this. 100%. All right. So where are you at on rating yeah, time? Huh? Rating time. We've come to the time in the program where we arbitrarily attach numbers to specific categories that outline our thoughts about this beer. And it's your turn. Go. All right. I'm gonna. I gave this an uh, entry of four. Uh, solid. I don't really yep. have anything bad to say. Not anything incredible. Um, aftertaste. So. Base if we were just basing it on like a regular lager, it'd be different. But the fact that it is a salt and lime lager aftertaste, I'm giving it a five. It's incredible. Um, just holding out hope, pretty much, that there would be something better. That's not the reason. That's not a six for me. Uh, body, I gave it a four. Honestly, I'm gonna pump that up to a five. Actually, uh, I love the taste, love the flavor, uh, color of it. I did give it a three because there's some chunky stuff floating around that threw me off a little bit. Um, but that is what it is. You know, it's part of the experience, I guess, if you're going to pour it out, don't pour it out. Just drink it out of the can. Um, bitterness. I gave it a four. It's not what I expect in a lager. I expect a little bit more, but that's okay. Uh, acidity five. It's almost on target and fizz a five. Thought the burps were good and they were consistent for me. For a second, I was going to make the comment that we really, really aligned when it came to WWYBD. And I was like, but we are way off on scoring. But I think you might have curved it in at the end. What was your total? A 31. Um, so I'm going to have to check my total here in a second. But uh, entry, I had a four. So, again, I don't expect a whole lot. Like, it was a It's You can tell that it's not. It's super close to something you're dressing in person. But you can tell it's not something that's dressed in person. You know, oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's closer. Sure. Um, but here's the here's the cool thing that I don't think I've ever pointed out before. Entry comes in at a four. Aftertaste comes in at a four, which to me is great. It basically holds it holds true, in yeah. my opinion. Body, I had it as a three. Could have been a little crisper, a little thicker um, for me. Color, I had it at a two, um, just because it's pretty ugly. If it, if it would have stayed in the can, I'd have been fine. Um, it's not a pourer. Don't pour it. No, no, no. But on the bitterness front, it's a five to me. 
it, it's, it comes in as bitter as I would expect for something that's dressed. You're right. The only thing that keeps it from being a six is maybe some of the bitterness that a lager would have been, uh, I think would have carried into the score, but for something that's limed and salted, I have it as a five acidity. Same thing. I'm getting exactly what I want out of the lime. I'm missing a little bit mm -hmm. from the lager. So it gets a five fizz. I had it at a five as well. Didn't have a lot of head on it. Wasn't a really pretty pour. Well, for obvious reasons, but didn't have a lot of, uh, foam on it. Wasn't pretty as far as a pour is concerned. Um, but it delivered in the belch category. So, and there, and, and the thing about the, the belches or the burps for me, at least was none of them were bad tasting as gross yeah. as that is. You know how it is, man. Sometimes you get a burp out and it's just not good, but. Oh were, no, these were, were these were super refreshing. I ended up with a total of 28. So okay. it's still, still pretty, pretty good. Close. Yeah. So pretty close. All right. So overall really good beer would buy again. In fact, if I go to the store this weekend, I will probably buy another six-pack of these. This is very good. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, it's that time where I'm going to tell you to go follow us on social media, on Twitter and TikTok at Off the Tap Pod, and on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Off the Tap Podcast. Fill those faces with fizz and storm the beaches, baby. Mm -hmm.